Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Stand up for your country. We have a very informative and entertaining broadcast for you. I'm glad you're with us. It's always a pleasure to speak with educated consumers. All right. So as we all know, we live in a divided country. That's not going to stop anytime soon. We're going to be divided for the next 10 years or so unless there's a major thing happen here. Uh, And I can't imagine what that would be outside of a war. And certainly we don't want that. Okay. So tradition, American tradition, under assault by the progressive left and the media, which props up the progressive left. Remember, the numbers on the progressive left aren't strong. 20% of us are uh, far left people. 80% are not. But the media and mass is. They prop that point of view up, and so does social media. And that's where they derive their power. So this even plays out in public safety. It plays out in COVID. So uh, here we have a vicious virus that has killed millions of people all around the world, devastated the American economy. We should all be united in trying to get this thing out of here, right? But no, it's become a political situation. And the mask is the symbol of the politics. So that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. First, I'm going to give you a poll. This poll is from the Associated Press. It is not a fair poll. Now, you say, well, Riley, why are you doing this? Why are you giving us bogus numbers? Because it gets picked up by every single newspaper that has the Associated Press. That's why you need to know about it. So the poll was 44% Democrat, 36% Republican, a deficit of eight for no reason at all. I mean, that's just that the fix is in. And remember, the stats I just told you, they don't put those stats in the articles when they're printed. So the people don't know. All right. And there were 1,085 respondents to this. Okay. Um, One question, put it on up there. Do you favor? requiring each of the following groups of people to wear face masks, people traveling on airplanes, trains, and other types of public transportation. Do you, so do you favor mandatory masks on public transportation in the USA? 56% favor, opposed 24, don't know 20. I don't believe that for an instant. All right. I think it's about 50, 50. Now, how do I know? Because I have eyes. I live near New York City. I see how people respond. There's no accident when pilots announced in the air that a federal judge had suspended the mask mandates on airlines. There was applause in the plane. You all saw the video. Okay. So it is 50-50. But that's kind of astounding, right? So COVID's on the wane. It's in a few places. It's still there, but it's much, much less intense than it was. I'm not trying to diminish it. All right. If you're older and you have a pre-existing condition, you don't want to mess around with COVID. I'd be wearing eight masks. All right. So um, it's 50-50 in uh, my mind, and it's, it's actually 56-44. The people who don't know, if you don't know, that means you don't want it. Okay. So it's 56-44. All right. Now, what drives the people who want it? Political people jump in. Oh, they, they like the power. They want the government to take. There is some of that, but it's basically one word. 
fear. And now I'm getting into territory I really am certain about. There are millions of Americans who are terrified to this day of COVID. I know people still won't come out of their homes unless they have to bring out the garbage or they're in the backyard with the dog, but they're not going anywhere. They get home delivery. They just stay in. I know people all over the place who are just frightened to death. It's the people that you pull up at a stoplight and you look over. There's only one person in the car. The person has the mask on. That's who it is. There are many, many more people than you know or I know that are fearful, not only of COVID, but of everything. This is very important for everyone to understand. Fear is the most powerful emotion in the United States of America today. Fear. So fear causes people to withdraw. So they are, the people fearful of COVID, if they have to go on a plane, they want everybody masked up, not just them. They want everybody, every advantage of maybe not getting that droplet, okay? And they don't care whether this is rational or effective. You could give them stats all day long. They don't care. They are afraid. Now, two things. The charlatans, the politicians, mostly capitalize on this fear, just as they capitalize on ignorance and apathy. They, they try to gain your support by frightening you. That was Anthony Fauci. All right, that's what his whole game was. Make them afraid and they will obey. All right? Now, I don't mind, you should know, anybody wearing a mask on public transportation. I'm not going to derive those people. That would be foolish of me to do it. If they want to wear a mask, fine. Okay? And in some places, I might even wear a mask. Depends on what it is. Was it a large group? I might. Well, I'm not deriding that. But I'm telling you that this whole COVID thing is generated by fear. These people are afraid. And they're always going to be afraid that it might come back. And it, that's a, a reality. It might come back. Now, I am very familiar with fear. And one more, I want to make one more point. Social media has terrorized the United States of America because any one of us, and I am the poster boy for this, your reputation can be destroyed in a heartbeat. If you're a kid in school, you can be bullied. You can be just unclicked. And these people aren't identified. They're assassins. There are entire websites like uh, the Daily Mail. That's all they do is try to hurt people on social media. And so people are afraid of that. Even the most powerful people are afraid of it. All right. Because you can't defend against it. If you want to file a lawsuit, that'll cost you millions of dollars. It'll take eight years. Okay, so the fear is engendered by social media, the media in general, propping up Anthony Fauci, and it's, you, we're barraged by it, barraged. Now, it used to be when we were pioneers, you were legitimately afraid of a bear attacking you or Native Americans, hostile tribes attacking you or some bandits holding you up, taking your horses, burning your house down. Legitimate fear. That was there. That has been replaced by cyber safe fear. I mean, think about it. Now, I know this better, I think, than most. 
because my own father was deathly afraid. Now, William O'Reilly Sr., naval officer, son of a New York City cop, six foot three, burly guy, tough guy. You walk around, my father walked in, you knew he was in the room. Okay? Tough guy. He was raised during the Depression. My grandfather had a job, all right? And there was money coming into the O'Reilly home on West Street in Brooklyn. But he saw, my father saw, all of the impoverishment around him. And in the beginning of the Great Depression, people didn't have food. It wasn't like the government was sending them anywhere. None of that existed. And Herbert Hoover sat on it for two years before any government assistance was offered to the Americans who were suffering. My father saw all that. And throughout his whole life, he never challenged authority once. I'm the total opposite of him. 180 degrees opposite of him. Because I saw that in my home and I said, I'm going to get the bad guys if I can. He went, no, 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 no. Never took an economic chance. Didn't, you know, made, didn't make much money. Uh, he was a, an accountant, but not a CPA. Just worked for a firm. Didn't make anything. I mean, we lived very frugally and he never built it. All right. And he never changed jobs. He was afraid. He could have improved himself. He had a college degree from Holy Cross. He was a naval officer. And he was a smart guy. Never took what they gave him. Didn't like it. Didn't like his job. He was afraid. So I know what fear is. And the big thing about it is that it holds you back from fulfilling your potential. And the bad guys use it. Look at this cancel culture. Look at this Me Too. All of it's based on fear. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. If you object to LBGT, whatever it is, being taught to five-year-olds, we're getting you if you do that. We're going to get you and hurt you. If you object to these insane progressive initiatives like no bail law, we're going to demonize you as a racist. We're going to call you a racist. That's all fear. They use that weapon. And you know what? They've made progress. And people like me who fight against it, every day we have to deal with the attacks coming in. Okay, so now we bring it back to COVID and I'll wrap it up and then tell you about what Biden did today. COVID has legitimately terrorized the world. It is not something that should be taken lightly. But if you allow it, to paralyze you, then COVID wins, even if you don't get it. So I don't believe mass mandates should be mandatory in public transportation. Biden doesn't believe it either. He said that. But of course, he's trying to impose it because that's what the far left wants. And Biden fears the far left. He's afraid of them. One thing about Trump, like him or hate him, he wasn't afraid of anybody. And that's the memo. All right, so Biden is off to Oregon. And he's another infrastructure deal. Here's what we did with the uh, Portland Airport. He did that uh, Tuesday in New Hampshire. Here's what we did the Portsmouth Harbor. Fine. 
I don't, it doesn't matter to me. Costs a lot of money for him to be whipping around. Going to go up to Seattle, raise money for some Democrats up there. That's what the presidents do. But Oregon itself is a beautiful state. I worked there. I anchored the news for KATU-TV, the ABC affiliate. I brought the 11 o'clock broadcast from number three to number one. And uh, it took me eight months. And then I had a return to the East Coast because my father got cancer. But I enjoyed my time in Oregon because it was so beautiful. And when I was there in the mid-1980s, it wasn't insane. Okay, it was left and everybody was smoking pot, except for me, but it wasn't insane. Now it is. Okay, so hard drugs are legal in Oregon and you can shoot them up. You can take them. You can do whatever you want. And then you can get in a car and drive around high. Nobody's going to do anything about it. If you get pulled over, they might drug check you. Probably not. Probably not. Okay, Antifa lives in Portland. Anybody uh, moving against Antifa, violent, revolutionary, left-wing organization? No. Okay? Sanctuary state. You're an illegal migrant. You get to Oregon, nobody's going to bother you. An autonomous zone for the Floyd protesters who committed violence. Nobody prosecuted, few arrested. So you burn down a building, that's okay. Portland, Multnomah County. And finally, they are now lobbying the state government of Oregon and Salem the feds to give reparations to blacks, indigenous communities, and anybody else who says I was persecuted 300 years ago. Um, okay, that's Oregon. So why Biden goes there, I don't know, because there's no way on earth Oregon would ever vote for a Republican again. In fact, because Portland and Multnomah County control the whole state, just like Washington state, King County, Seattle controls the whole state, a lot of people in Oregon who don't live in Multnomah and are sane want to move. They want to become part of Idaho. <laughs> Not going to happen, but there is a movement. All right. So the House races are coming into focus. And, you know, 31 uh, Democrat uh, incumbents in the House have not run again, 18 Republican. OK, so big advantage there. Cook political report has moved eight Democratic-held seats into toss-ups, all right? Um, so that's a total of 27 Democratic-held seats in the House could go to the Republicans. Twelve could go Republican-Democrat. So the numbers are staggering. And then the crystal ball, this is Larry Sabato, University of Virginia. He's a total charlatan, that guy. I mean, I used him a lot on a factor. I didn't know. What a far left phony he is. But now I do. Uh, so he's moved 11 seats in favor of Republicans. But anyway, all the data says going to be a wipeout. Now, the election is uh, six months from May 10th. So May 10th coming up. What, two weeks? About maybe two and a half. And it's just six months. Some are not much is going to happen unless there's uh, more trouble with Russia. You can assume inflation will continue to rise. That will happen. So I don't know what the Democrats can run on. I don't. JetBlue update just real fast. You got it now. Uh, I did an interview with News Nation. Uh, my pal Leland uh, Vettert. <laughs> my pal, I don't say his last name wrong. But Leland and I worked together at Fox News. He was a very good correspondent. There's a show now at 7 p.m. on News Nation. He anchors the show. He had me on. Uh, we talked about this whole thing, this whole airline JetBlue situation. But you should know this week, 
Okay, my incident happened April 3rd. This week, Monday, 54% of all JetBlue flights were either canceled or delayed. More than half. Tuesday, 48%. So I say, if you're going to buy a ticket on JetBlue, go to the airport, you better bring a sleeping bag or maybe a tent and food, stock food in. Because chances are, you're going to be there for a while. JetBlue stock this year has down more than 11%. Okay? And um, it's down 35%, the stock, in the last five years. That should tell you something. Clean it up. Finally, Pete Buttigieg, he is the Secretary of Transportation. There he is. There's Pete. He does not care if the airlines abuse you, the consumer. Does not care. What does that man do every day? What? This is the biggest transportation story in the country by far. And the reason you don't hear more about it is because the corrupt corporate media won't report it because the airlines heavily advertise on those outlets. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Okay. U.S. home prices up record high. Now, this is bad. Because the way to grow wealth in this country is by buying a home and hoping the home appreciates in value. And then you sell it and you buy a bigger home. And that's how you get assets. That's how you build it. Well, first-time buyers, uh, they're accounting for less than 33% of sales. Now, they can't get in. The average home price in this country is $375,000. Now, you expect that in San Francisco, New York, L.A., those places, but this is the average. Averages in very rural places with the cities, 375000 Now, you got to make a pretty good wage to put that kind of a down payment. I usually want ten. So you got to throw forty grand down with closing costs just to get into the average house. Younger people can't do it. But that's the marketplace, and the government can't control it. All right, so uh, Governor DeSantis in Florida, a viable uh, Republican presidential candidate, is taking his revenge on Disney. This is a very interesting story. So today, um, the Florida legislature is Republican, and it approved a new law to dissolve Disney World's tax exemptions. That will cost the Disney company tens of millions of dollars. 
This is revenge for Disney disparaging the state of Florida and DeSantis over the LGBT teaching to five to nine-year-olds. That's what this is. Straight political revenge. So you want to play that game, Disney? Now you're going to lose tens of millions of dollars. The original deal for Disney was negotiated by Walt Disney himself. This was before Disney World was constructed in Orlando. All right. And the state of Florida wanted that. Obviously, an economic boom for Orlando. And they gave Disney all kinds of tax breaks. Well, now they're going away. Now, this could come back to haunt the state of Florida a bit because the counties where Disney World is located, it's a huge facility, as you know, they now have to take over and run what Disney used to run because Disney's now out of it. They've taken away the so-called Reedy Creek Improvement District. I'm not going to get into the weeds. The important part of this story is political revenge. CNN Plus is a disaster, so much so they're shutting it down after less than a month. Now, CNN itself destroyed its worldwide news reputation by attacking Donald Trump every hour on the hour. So this is Trump's revenge. We just had DeSantis's revenge. Here's Trump's revenge. CNN, when it first began, was a legitimate news agency. There's no doubt it was. All right. Now, nobody watches it on cable. And then they started a subscriber situation. And they said, you know, we'll get about 2 million subscribers to pay a certain amount of money a month to watch special programming. You know how many they got? 150,000. They wanted 2 million, got 150,000. Now they're losing their shirt. They're shutting it down. Whole thing. The poster boy here is Chris Wallace. But Chris Wallace, he wins. So he goes from Fox News, which is paying him very, very well, to CNN, which is paying him more, to head up as a talent this CNN Plus subscription service. Now, when I saw that, I went, Mm, I don't know. But Wallace is still going to get his money. They hired Eva Langoria, the actress, and uh, Sanjay Gupta. I guess he's there anyway. A whole bunch of people I never heard of, along with their regular contributors. Okay, But nobody watches their regular contributors. So why would you pay? If nobody's watching them free, why would you pay? You wouldn't. So they're shutting it down after... After what, three weeks? Uh, it'll shut down on April 30th. <laughs> it's, this is such a disaster, I can't even tell you. Now, am I happy about it? You know, I think they're getting what they deserve by letting Jeff Zucker and Chris Cuomo all that. I mean, that was so outrageous. I mean, this guy, uh, Brian Stelter, I mean, come on. They don't have, and people go, well, we'll CNN come back. How? There's not one talent on the entire show that people want to watch, on the entire network. Not one. You know, when the ratings come out, you can see them on a daily basis. There's usually a show or two that goes up a little bit, like The Factor. They call The Factor the tentpole at Fox News when I was there, because the tentpole was up, all right? Even our lead-in, which is pretty weak at 7 o'clock at Fox, we went rocketed, and then that carried the rest of the primetime lineup. 
So you don't have any of that. I mean, Jake Tapper can't even get a million people to watch him. Neither can Anderson Cooper or Don Lemon or Aaron Burnett. Nobody watches them. But the new company, Discovery, that took it over, they have a lot of money. But I'm getting to myself, who are you going to hire? And you got Chris Wallace, who, and, and Chris, who is a veteran journalist and a good interviewer. Whether you like him or not, I know a lot of you don't like him because of the Trump thing, but he is a good journalist, okay? They're going to put him, and I think they're going to hire Brian, uh, what's his name, from NBC? <laughs> I'm all, Williams. I think they're going to hire him, and they're going to put Williams and Wallace at nine and do a newscast. Now, both of them are tainted left. There's no doubt they are, but I think that might happen. All right, Barack Obama wants to get into the news business uh, through his foundation, and he wants to attack disinformation. This is interesting. Okay, put it up on the screen. Here's what he says. This is Barack Obama. In recent years, we've seen how quickly disinformation spreads, especially on social media. This has created real challenges for our democracy. Part of the reason it's hard to bring about change is because we live in a media environment that elevates falsehoods as much as truths and divides people as much as it brings them together. Through the Obama Foundation, we're working to empower and equip emerging leaders to tackle issues like the spread of disinformation. Well, good. Yay. The only problem is your definition of disinformation, Mr. President, is probably different than mine. So are you going to attack the Daily Mail, the Huffington Post, the Daily Beast, all of these just revoltingly dishonest social media companies? You're going to do that? If you do, I will be right behind you. Yes, on the right, they have some of those too, but not nearly what they have on the left. So we'll see what the Obama Foundation does, but you got to clean up your own house, Mr. President, with all due respect. New polls uh, says that marijuana is now acceptable by most Americans. Here we go. CBS, 1,612 adults, Democrat 35, Republican 30, Independent 35. Should recreational marijuana use be legal under federal law? Favors 66 percent. What are you, stoned? Opposed 34. By party Democrat, legal, yes, 79 percent. Not legal, 21 Republican 49, legal, 51 not legal, and there you go. Now, this is a big turnaround. It happened for two reasons. One, the media glorifies pot use. And on Monday, we're going to show you that. Pot's great. And number two, the progressive left wants pot. And hard drugs, legal. I want everything. Do what you want. Now, the reason I oppose, and I have to tell you full disclosure, I have never smoked pot. I think pot's stupid. Uh, I don't have any interest in that at all. I don't even drink alcohol because my theory is if I got intoxicated, I'd be in the penitentiary. All right. And I'm holding to that. And on a serious note, I was a high school teacher and I saw what substance abuse does to children. And in my own family, I saw family members ruin themselves through inebriation. All right. So all in all, I don't want any part of this world. Now, the kids. Once you legalize pot, and I think, what is it, 22 states have it now or something like that? Once it's legal, and the heroin addicts can go in and buy all the pot they want and come out and sell it to your 12-year-old because that's what they'll do so they get money to buy their heroin. All right, you understand how that is, how that works? 
All right, the heroin addict walks in, the methamphetamine addict, the cocaine addict, they buy the pot, they take the pot out, they don't want to use it, they sell it to 12, 13-year-olds. They get money, they buy their drugs. Do we all have it? Do we all understand? Okay, so that's pervasive, and that's what's going to happen. Once a child becomes intoxicated, the childhood vanishes. The brain, the juvenile brain, cannot process intoxication. The adult brain can't. If you know anyone who's drunk or inebriated much of the time, you don't want to be around those people. Now, the segment of America, oh, I smoke pot, it didn't hurt me. It's not about you, Clyde. It's not about you. It's about 13-year-olds. The message should be to every child in this country, don't intoxicate yourself. It's bad. But that's not the message in America, is it? So this is crazy. The poll, 66% favor? I, I don't think so. I think it's probably about 60-40. But most Americans want their pot. And if you're a parent, you're smoking pot in front of your kid, that's child abuse. Got it? Hey. So here is another story. This comes out of Canada, University of Guelph. 33% of Canadian dogs, okay, have experienced THC toxicosis since pot was legalized in Canada in 2018. 33% of the dogs, the pet dogs, are stoned. This is a study out of the University of Guelph, all right? Now, what's toxicosis? How does it affect the pet? Bladder control, confusion, clumsiness, sluggishness, and a slowed heartbeat. So the dogs are sitting there, and the cloud of marijuana is going all over, and if they eat the ingestibles, the dog could die. So, for you people who don't care about people, but care about dogs, a third of the dogs in Canada are being harmed by pot. Will you hear that on any network newscast? No. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, donates $24 million to Harvard Business School. And he wants the money to go to students who could not afford to go to the business school, even though they have the marks to get in. I applaud Mr. Kraft. This day in history, April 21st, 2016, that was six years ago, Prince dies from an overdose of narcotics. This is the first fentanyl story. If you are not familiar with Prince, he put on the best Super Bowl halftime show, and I was there, that I have ever seen. Go. Okay, so Prince died at 57, six years ago today, and then fentanyl killed him. Now, back then, people didn't know much about it. Now, hundreds of thousands, they say the number's like 110,000 uh, ODs killed people last year. It's about double that. 
because a lot of the deaths aren't aren't uh, written out because if you take heroin and heavy drugs, methamphetamine, cocaine, that destroys your body. All right. You can die of a lot of other things. But it's that driven. But the fentanyl will kill you like that. Take you right out. Took Prince out. Okay. now we should be all united against fentanyl, right? No, we have an open border. Biden didn't care about fentanyl. He didn't get anybody down there. He wouldn't even go down there. Has he beefed up the DEA down there? No. They can't even carry weapons in Mexico. Under Trump, they could. But as soon as Trump was out, Mexico says, nah, DEA can't carry guns. That means they can't go down there because the cartel will assassinate them. Biden do anything about it? No. He is, I write, when I was doing Killing the Mob promotion, I said, organized crime loves Joe Biden. They love him. There are more narcotics in this country now than ever before, and that man in the White House doesn't care. Okay. Good mail segment and a good final thought. The press is beating up Jon Stewart, and I'll tell you why. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go to the mail. Mary Jacques, Paris, Michigan. Hey, Bill, don't you think the reason the left wants mass is nothing more than a need for control? Yeah, I think there's an element of that, that the progressives want the big central government to tell everybody what to do. But as I said, it's mostly fear. Uh, Lisa, a concierge member, and I hope you all check out concierge membership this weekend. You get a free book of any kind, Killing the Killers, out shortly. So Lisa says the reason liberals embrace mass mandates are because they are consumed with fear. What is missing in their life is faith. All right. Fear it is. I don't know whether the faith thing drives that, but okay. Gail, this country could benefit from more people showing righteous anger every time we are screwed over. Well, I do. You saw what happened to me. I showed it. And I'm glad I did. Barbara Williams, Lake Oswego, Oregon. That's right outside of Portland. 
Do you believe the protesters destroying our cities, angry for what they believed in, had righteous anger? You're talking about the George Floyd protesters. Yes, they had righteous anger because fair-minded Americans should have been upset and angry about George Floyd being killed by that cop. That should never have happened. However, once you take your anger and burn down a building or hurt another human being, then you lose the word righteous. Warren, the open border crisis is designed for one purpose, to flood the USA with illegals who will eventually vote Democrat. That is called the replacement theory. If you say that, Warren, I hope you know you're a racist. You're a racist if you say it. That's how the left has countered. And I believe what you are saying is true. So what's the downside for progressives having an open border? They don't care if the government have to spend trillions of dollars to support new people. Progressives don't care. They want the government to collapse. They want a socialist economy. And then if they can benefit from it 10, 15 years down the road by all the new citizens voting Democrat, they get a twofer. Absolutely. Kim Unsicker, Fort Myers, Florida. Hey, Bill, you said something last night about the border being federal property. Does this mean the governor of Texas cannot build a wall? Yes. I don't know why you guys don't understand this. The federal government, all right, they have jurisdiction in the border precincts. Now, I can't give you the exact acreage of it, but the states cannot intrude there. So if the governor of Texas wanted to build a wall, it would have to be back. Now, he could do that. And in some states, they have put barriers on roads. But once the migrants are here, now they, they hand themselves over to the Border Patrol because they know they're going to be flown anywhere they want to go. That's how bad it is. Tony D., College Point, New York. Hey, Bill, instead of forgiving student loans, why does President Biden cap the loans at 1%? I for that. You want to be humanitarian? Have them pay it back at the lowest interest possible. I am for that. Craig Jensen, Anna Cortez, Washington. I paid over 300000 to put my two children toward college, through college. Neither one has any debt. I feel like a complete chump for playing by the rules. I did the same thing. And mine isn't over. I still got an urchin in, in college. And I paid more than you did, Craig. I don't feel like a chump. I feel like I did my job as a father. Okay, but I understand your fairness question. Stephen Stone, Las Vegas. Bill, you and the media hammer every day, and rightfully so, Biden's incompetence and inability to leave. What happens if they finally throw in a towel and he is removed? He's not going to be removed. I mean, you're just wasting your time thinking about that. He's there for the duration, unless something huge happens. Unless Hunter Biden says, you know, I gave my father a million dollars. Then, yeah. But as it stands now, he's there. You know, Wack, it's naive to think that Putin would not kill or disappear the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox faith. Come on, Hugh. I'd be like the Italian president assassinating the Pope. If Putin did anything to the Russian patriarch, He'd be overthrown. All right. Come on. Bruce Beckwith, Claremont, California. Bill, sorry to disagree with you. You said if Jesus turned over tables and released uh, animals in a flea market today in the temple, he would be charged. You know, in L.A. and New York, they wouldn't prosecute him. <laughs> they probably right. But if it was Jesus, they might. They don't like him. 
Ed Gaynor, Pleasantville, New York. Do any of your former students, O'Reilly, keep in contact with you? Uh, yeah, one yesterday got in touch with me, and she's a doctor. You know, I kept in touch with a lot of them over the years. Um, you know, I, I help some kids, and uh, I think she was one of them. Anyway, um, my book, Killing the Killers, thrown on up May 3rd. If you order in advance from BillOReilly.com, you get a free bumper sticker. But the important thing is you get this book. It really, everybody who's read it said it's one of the best, if not the best, of the Killing series. So that comes out May 3rd. And if you, I'll say that in a minute. Word of the day, do not be a sop, S-O-P. And Mother's and Father's Day coming up. So if you're a sop, you don't care. But if you're a good person, you do. Get mom and dad the mugs, all right? And they're going to sell out, so get them this weekend. Stand up for your country. They'll love them. Right back with the final thought about Jon Stewart. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every Every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S. excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here is the final thought. Uh, as you know, I have a long history with Jon Stewart. He's got a new program, The Problem with Jon Stewart, and the problem with the program is nobody's watching it because I think nobody can find it. First, a look at O'Reilly Stewart. Go. How about Donald Trump? I pray. For or against? That he runs. You'd like him? The man puts his name on everything he has. The only other people in the world that do that are six-year-olds. Like that, for a comedian, he has his name on a helicopter. Who puts your name on a helicopter? Does he, does he lose it in the parking lot? Like, what, why would you have your name on a helicopter? He has, he has silly hair and crazy thoughts. That, to me, I mean, he spends, before he runs for president, he spends his day arbitrating arguments between Meatloaf and Gary Busey. For me, that could be good in diplomacy, though. I could I mean, put another right. wing on my house if that guy runs. All I'd right. be I'd be honored. So you're not taking him seriously. No, you don't take any of these guys seriously. Though. That's you probably them all. because right. I think, you know, unfortunately, the system that, that, that we've got makes it harder and harder for people to govern effectively because so much of their time is spent running. I actually agree with that. You um, do, don't you? Yeah. Look at you now. I know. Becoming very comfortable with me. You don't want me to leave. <clears throat> you want this date to go on forever. Uh, okay so stewart is now on apple plus i don't even know how to get apple plus you got to pay to see him and not many people are so the press which loves to tear down successful people they live for that they're hammering stewart now i like stewart i think he's of all of them the most talented i think that if he ran a late night franchise he might reinvigorate it okay 
But I also know what he's up against because I do the same thing that he does. So BillOReilly.com, where the No Spin News emanates, we are a subscription service. And we are successful because of you, because you consume this product. So now we're on our annual drive to recruit people. And I always ask, if you can get one person to subscribe to BillOReilly.com, I mean, we're already fabulously successful. I don't do it for the money. We pay our people very well. We're expanding all over the place. But it's up to you. It's really up to you. So get one person, either give them a subscription, buy them a gift. And remember, if you buy them a gift subscription, you get a free copy of Killing the Killers or anything. But convince people to give us a try. I mean, I know you think it's worthy because you wouldn't be watching and listening to us now if you didn't. So the recruitment drive is underway. We have been successful in a very tough forum here. It's thanks to you. And now we hope you help us even more. We'll see you soon.